morning, good morning, good morning. I pray all is well with you and your families. I pray that you thank the Lord for waking you up this morning. I pray that you have prayed for your enemies because the Lord knows they need it because the wrath of God is very, very real. So, you know, um, I have noticed that, you know, many people suffer from mental illness. Um, I don't know if you know that you suffer from it, but someone who has been delivered from it can see that you suffer from it. Praise the Lord. Uh, many of you, Jesus, and, and, and I pray this does not offend you, but what I have come to realize is like it's hard to speak a word from God without offending anyone, you know, um, without people getting in their feelings and things like that. Uh, so at this point, I just got to give you the word, regardless if you like it or not, um, if it makes you feel good or not. It's not about your feelings. So um, here's the thing. Many of you in the body of Christ, I need you all to hear me and hear me well. And I also need you to hear my heart on this thing. You know, um, we, I'm going to see people, period. I'm going to see believers, unbelievers. Uh, we have the tendency to self-medicate and then we like to tell people that we're okay. Um, if you're drinking to make it through your days, baby, um, you're not okay. Um, sir, ma'am, you're not okay. Uh, if you have to, oh Jesus, if you are being offended by everything that someone says to you, I'm sorry, you're suffering from mental illness if you have to drink smoke pop a pill i'm not talking about you people who have gone to get help for mental illness and go to therapy i am not speaking on you i'm talking about those who claim there's nothing wrong with them but yet they have to pop a pill take a drink or two or three um things in that matter uh jesus you know smoke their weed um, all these things, you know, um, self-medication, go out and have sex, you know, to get that feeling of rejection off of them. They'll go out and have, you know, a man or a woman go out and have sex with a male prostitute or a female prostitute um, to, to feel loved and wanted because, you know, everybody else make them feel like they're nothing. Um, yeah, I'm talking to you in the body of Christ. You know, you uh, bishops, you overseers. Um, you prophets, you evangelists, you teachers, you preachers. Uh, yeah, I am talking to you on today. You ministers, you ushers, I'm going to go to praise team, I'm going to go to see, I'm going to I'm talking to all of you. I'm going to see. Oh, Jesus. You know, um, I don't think you all understand that if you can't go to the Lord in prayer, that you truly have a problem. Because you drinking that alcohol, understand, once you become sober again, that problem is there in your mind. You know, mental illness is, get them all dead. It's the battlefield of the mind, you all. It's the battlefield of the mind. And the things that you're trying to do to stop from being to stop thinking about what you've gone through throughout your childhood, to stop thinking about what you have gone through in life, period. If you have to drink, smoke, pop a pill, or have sex 
for that pain to go away, you are suffering from mental illness and you do need a counselor. I'm not saying that you need to be on any type of meds, but you do need a counselor because you need someone that you can talk to. And now I'm getting ready to go a little deeper and I'm coming into your homes because what you all need to understand is the truth shall set you free. Regardless if you want to be set free or not, guess what? I, you know, that's up to you and God. That's between you and God. But I'm here to give you all the, como te dice, acorose. The unfiltered truth, you know, I, I can't make this thing up. Trust me, I didn't want to get on here and do it. I was praying to God, like, please don't have me get on there and do that. And he was like, I mean, you know, you're the best person for it to come from, considering you've been delivered from mental illness. Boom, boom, boom. A person that has suffered from it, suffered from it. I suffered from it. I suffered from mental illness, depression, and anxiety. I suffered from that thing, you all. It's real. You know, and 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 I'm a, and I'm gonna be real. You know, like I really was not a drinker. I keep going back to that. Like, but when I would drink, guess what I would do? I would go out and have sex. Like, it, it's real. Like, it, it's people suffer from this thing, and, and y'all don't want to admit it in the body of Christ. And I'm gonna tell you why you don't want to admit it in the body of Christ. And I'm I'm getting ready to hit some homes, and y'all about to be upset with me. But you know, it is what it is. Cause y'all get upset if I give you a happy word. If I give you, a, you know, y'all y'all come with it. Y'all get upset. Period. So at this point. I'm offended, you're offended, because you know these words coming from God, and if you mad at me, baby, you're really not mad at me, you need to take that up with God, because when you come up against me, you are coming up against God, so however, let me go back to what I was saying, now, mental illness, my dear brothers and sisters, many of you suffer from it in the black home, because in the black homes, guess what, I'm looking and say, what goes on in this house stays in this house, don't talk outside my house, you better not tell anybody that goes on in this house, and so guess what happens, our young children grow up to be angry adults. Why? Because a lot of children in these black homes are being molested by family members, are being raped by family members. You know, I got a my dear mother. She told me that her own. They got a mother. They got daddy. So you know, ah, uh, KDC. You know, and then you got, you know, cousins, brothers, you know, these males in the family that attack the young girls in the family in the black homes. You all don't want to talk about this thing, but this thing is very real. Um, you know, many of you are suffering from mental illness, from childhood trauma, from people in your family who have touched you inappropriately. And when you went to your mother or your father, they told you to be quiet and not to tell anyone. So now you're an adult man or woman going around having sex with everybody. For some, the females that were touched by men turned into lesbians. Many females are lesbians because they were raped by a family member or someone close to the family. Make no mistake about it. Many males are gay because they were raped by other men. They were fondled by other men, molested by other men. Make no mistake about it. And majority of the time it happens right in your home. You know, I got to be honest, even when I was fornicating, 
I straight up, or I, I straight up warned every man that I ever dealt with, if anybody even think about touching my daughter, I'm going to take you out. And it's because I was touched in my own home as a child. By family members. And I told my daughter, if anybody ever touch her, let me know. Because I'm going to deal with them personally. And that was what I meant. And everybody knew it. So no one tried my daughter. Because they wouldn't have lived to see another day. Believe that. I know young women who have turned into lesbians because their mothers allowed their husbands to rape their child. Yeah. So I'm not telling you all this from a movie. This is real life circumstances that I have experienced and witnessed. So this is why you have a lot of people self-medicating. A lot of people are truly traumatized by childhood trauma and from where they grew up and their parents told them do not talk outside our house as an adult they do not want to speak outside their homes they don't want to speak about the family secrets to a complete stranger which is a therapist who will not repeat anything that you say unless you're talking about harming someone else what you tell to a therapist is truly confidential they do not speak about it to anyone unless you're suicidal or homicidal. Trust me, take it from a woman who knows. Like I said, I suffered. I had to go to counseling. You know, where I was naive at and ignorant at, like I was just trying to do the meds, you know, and I realized that the meds were messing me up more than anything. So finally, I had to go to counseling because meds suppress it doesn't make you deal with what's really going on. So this is why I'm encouraging counseling and not medic medication. The counseling. I was able to talk about what happened to me as a child and be set free. Now, mind you, it upset everybody in my family because it told our family secrets. And that's the true reason why me and my family are not getting along. I told the family secrets. But I had to, to stop the generational curses and be set free. So that's why I'm at odds with my family members. I've been set free from generational curses and the bondage and the chains that my family put on me. Good morning, Brandy. How you doing? It's the truth, Brandy. It's the truth. It's the truth, sis. So this is the reason <laughs> I'm at odds with my family even on today. But uh, see, I respected my mother enough. I went to my mom about it because she allowed it to happen. The worst part is she couldn't even remember because it was when she was strung out on drugs and alcohol. She was strung out on drugs and alcohol, so she didn't even remember. 
And I couldn't do nothing but forgive my mama because if she can't remember, she didn't deny that it happened to me. She simply told me she couldn't remember. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow, Brandy. Yeah. Because it's real. Like, I couldn't even be upset with my mom, you know? I couldn't. She didn't deny that it happened to me. She just told me she didn't remember, but she also apologized. You know, and all these things didn't come out like full circle until I was 35 years old. So this is why I'm telling you all. I was 35 when all these things started coming out. You know. Let me make sure. 34 or 35. Mid-30s. You know, um, but yeah, it's real. And um, me and my family haven't gotten along since. You know, since then, my Sid died, my mom has died, my nephew AJ has died, my cousin Connie has died. Sweet Jesus, I'm gonna shoot him. Many people in my family have died since then. You know, um, and the only time we were getting together was for funerals. And so I even stopped getting together for funerals because if we can't come together in love, I'm not coming to you in death. You feel me? Because we all going to die. You know, I'm an organ donor. So, like, at the end of the day, just donate my body to whoever need it. I'm healthy. Whenever I go, you know, Lord's will and nothing don't happen, I'll still have some good, healthy body parts to help somebody else out. You feel me? You know, I was able to donate my mother's skin and my mother's eyes, you know, uh, and bone marrow, real talk. I was able to donate my mother's tissue, you know. So I just truly believe I'm not doing a life insurance policy. My do- I had a life insurance policy on myself, my mother, my sons, and my daughter and my grandson. When Sydney died, all that life insurance did was cause a bunch of problems over money. Um, when my mother died, all that did was cause a bunch of problems over money. Um, in medical school, we were told to be organ donors. I'm a organ donor. You know, um, I don't want my children fighting over no life insurance policy. Understand that. Hear me and hear me well. Um, my family members got mad at me because I was my mother's beneficiary on a life insurance policy that I started for her with my money. Um, I kept it going majority of the time, but that's neither here nor there. But like the fallout, even after my mama died from a life insurance policy, it's not worth it. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so see, Brandy, here's the thing. The first part is like to accept the fact that you do have a problem and not live in denial. You understand where I'm coming from? And so the fact that you went to get help, that's a good thing. Because people don't want to admit that they need help. And that is the problem. Like, it is, it comes a time in life where you've got to admit, God, I need some help. You can't go to the people in the church because they're as messed up as you are. The church is a hospital. And then they're in denial just as you are. They claim they got their life all put together. They try to put on a fancy suit, a pretty dress, some pretty hair, a good haircut, and think of the more kitty preach a word from God and they're going to try to make you think that they're life all together when they're just as torn up as the people that they're preaching to. 
<laughs> you know, take off the mask. You know, here's the thing. You all have been wearing a mask way before the pandemic hit. You've been wearing a mask since 1980, some of you. Some of you have been wearing a mask. From the time you started ministry. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Brandy? Here's the thing about family. You can love them from a distance. You know, I keep my family in prayer. You know, I pray that my family will be saved. But what I found out is this. You know, from the days of Noah, all your family members won't be saved. You can't save everybody. You can't save someone who does not want to be saved. You can't. You know, as heartbreaking as it is, you can't save everyone. This is what I've come to realize. Um, when God, God, when the Holy Spirit laid it on my heart like Rose, you're not going to be able to save everybody. And he had me watch Noah's Ark. He was like, baby girl, you, you can preach all you want to win souls and tell people to repent. But there's going to be some people that just love their drugs. There are going to be some people that just love their alcohol. There are going to be some people that just love having sex so much that they're going to go to hell. choice I'm not the one sending them there they're going to hell by choice and I cried because that means some of my family members are going to hell unless they turn from their wicked ways unless they stop so do you know how I feel for God to really give you a word and tell you all your family members not going to make it to heaven and some of the family members that have already died, you will not see in heaven. I've got cousins that I know I won't see in heaven. When God make that thing personal, because it, it becomes personal when it's about your family. And once you realize you can't even save all your family members, what do you do? You keep them in prayer. And pray that God will send someone else who they will receive a word from in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> pray that God will send someone else to plant a seed, to water that seed that you've already planted, you know? <laughs> and it's real. It's real. All your family members not going to make it into heaven. They're not. Stop. Stop preaching a watered down lying gospel. Everybody not making it to heaven. All of your family members not making it into heaven. I truly pray that you people my people, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. 
repent and turn from their wicked ways. My people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Repent and turn from your wicked ways. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Pastors, preachers, teachers, prophets, evangelists, seers, bishops, overseers, ministers. Stop leading God's people astray. Stop making them think that they can drink, have sex, do drugs, and still freely make it into heaven because that is a lie. Stop lying to these people. Hello, Ariana. How you doing, pretty girl? Oh, it's been such a long time. I pray all is well with you and your family. I truly pray all is well with you, pretty girl. Seriously. So, you all, I'm just letting you know, you can't save everybody. You can give them a word. One plants, one waters. God gives the increase. But if you're going to say a word from the Lord, please let it be the word, a word from the Lord, a noun word from the Lord, because the Lord is speaking. But if you're talking too much, he can't talk to you because you're doing all the talking. You know, I've never known anyone that could always do all that talking. And I'm going to get it. You're welcome, beautiful. You do all this talking and then you talking about God not speaking. No, God speaking. You just talking too much. Shut up. I'm going to get it. Listen and silent has the same letters in it but you all so many of you all listen to respond instead of listen to understand and that is the problem i'm authentic you listen just to give a response no be quiet listen and listen and listen attentively actively listen stop listening just to respond you listen to her just what you want to hear or you listen to the part oh 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 oh. let me judge this person real quick you know god never told us to judge continually he told us to pray continually and there is a difference and i'm gonna be real with you all you know I used to judge people a lot. And then that same harsh judgment that I was always using on others. Well, God said, you know what? While you want to judge everybody, how about judge yourself with that same judgment? And I be dang. Boom. Self-reflection. I'm on that a moment of revelation. So guess what that did? Made me keep my mouth shut. I only speak when I'm at. I can't give one quarter. Give my opinion when someone asks it or, gonna, or someone prays. I'm going to and want to answer. Other than that, I'm not giving y'all any judgment because, honey, I'm not the person to judge anybody. You know, God showed me that. I'm telling you. He was like, you know, that judgment you passing on such and such. How about you just put yourself in that situation? Put yourself in that situation. Jesus. He made me shut up. Because for one thing, if I've never experienced it, who the heck am I to talk about it? Unless I have witnessed it with others. But however, like I'm talking about if I've never witnessed it with other people personally. I'm not talking about like from on TV. I'm talking about like in real life situations. Who am I to speak or judge? And that's just the whole truth. And 
many of you are going around on people's social media pages and you're judging them when you don't even know the whole story. What you see on social media is not the whole truth and you all ought to know that by now. People give you bits and pieces of what's going on in their lives. They do not give you detail for detail. Understand that part. And so for you all to sit up here and want to judge people from off of highlights and then off of lows, you all don't even know the root of what's going on with anyone's situation. And frankly, you need to just stay in your own home and clean up your own home and get your own house in order. Because many of you pastors, bishops, preachers, overseers, teachers, preachers, prophets, evangelists, y'all houses are so out of order. There's so much discord going on. And then when you preach a sermon, y'all think the church congregation can't see the discord within you. Understand, I'm a seer. I can see it all. I can see the good, the bad, and the ugly. I can see the light and the darkness going on in your life. I can't be fooled nor manipulated. I don't care how cute of a smile you got. (laughs) Yeah, that smile. That can light up a room. But yet in your mind, you battling. In your heart, you battling. You got to be nice to people that you know dislike you. You got to be kind to people that you know secretly hate you. Use you. God got to have lied on you. I'm going to try to secretly set you up. Oh, shitty. A smile can hide so many things. So I understand. <laughs> Ooh. I thank God that I have been set free and delivered from mental illness. And I pray that you will be too. But the first step is admitting that you have a problem. You know, like when you go to Alcohol Anonymous, what you got to tell them? My name is such and such and I'm an alcoholic. Right? Isn't that what you have to tell them at Alcohols Anonymous? Uh-huh. Amotini, Akuro, those 12-step programs, Amotini. So the first step to mental illness is, my name is such and such, and I suffer from depression, anxiety. Oh, another sign of mental illness. How could I forget this one? Paranoia. Sweet Jesus, you're paranoid about everything and everybody. You think everybody out to get you. You think everybody out to use you. Sweet Jesus. You're in competition with everyone. Oh, yeah, that's another sign of mental illness. Instead of you wanting to come into agreement with everybody, everybody's a competition. Everything's a competition. Sweet Jesus, my God from Zion, help our people. Everybody not against you. Everybody not out to get you. Everybody not out to use you. Sweet Jesus, bishops, pastors, overseers, prophets, evangelists, Teachers, preachers, to Shiniana. Apostles, 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 apostles. Now, I pray that this message has helped even one person because <laughs> it's all about the one. He left the 99 for the one, and you all don't understand how serious it is until that one is you. Until that one is you. I was that one. And I thank God that he never gave up on me. (laughs) I thank God that he never gave up on me. So I pray 
that you all <laughs> were blessed. Hallelujah, Brandy. Amen, Ariana and Brandy. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I just truly pray that you all have a blessed day. I pray that this helped you. Honey, see, oh, Brandy, here's the thing, sis. He's still working on all of us. We're all a work in progress. We're not going to be there until we make it into heaven. And that's what people fail to realize. They sit up here and they live on this earth and they sit up here and try to act like that. They know it all. If you around anybody that think that they are a know-it-all, run from them as fast as you can. Because the only person that's all-knowing is God. Oh, my I don't care how many years of uh, schooling you've had. I don't care. Oh, you know, I can't see. I don't care how much word you have in you. Let, let me let me do it. You know, let me make this thing very plain. I'm gonna let me mess you theology. Let me mess up your theology for a moment. You can have all the teaching in the world, but understand only God is all knowing. Only God is all knowing. You don't know it all. Stop pretending to know it all. Because you don't. I pray you all have a blessed day because I have given you what God has given me to give you. And I can't say anything more than that. So I pray that you all man, just have a blessed day. And if you can relate to anything that I said in this video, just say, admit that you need hope. I mean, you need help. You need hope, too, because if you're depressed, you need hope. Oh, thank you, beautiful. I missed you, too. We need to get in touch with one another. That's that's what we need to do. Go have some lunch or something, Mariana. Have some lunch or something. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ooh, I'm hot. I got to wipe my back. I get it. Fire. For good or get it. So, I truly do pray that this helps somebody, you know, and, and let you realize that, like, you need help. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that you need help. Um... Amen, Brandy. I'm telling you, like, I thank God that I know that I do not know it all. You feel me? <laughs> Sheesh. That's the truth, sis. That's the truth. So, you know, you all have a blessed day. I am hot, you all. Ooh, yeah, that was a word. That was a word. That was a word. I got that. I got a fire, fire, fire. Come on, Jenny. You know, I don't, I, I don't worry about anybody because, you know, I'm going to let God be God and every man be a liar because one thing I know for sure, he knows my heart is on fire. You feel me? So I pray you all have a blessed day. Stay encouraged. And, yo, go find you a counselor and get set free from mental illness in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I talk to you all the next time the Lord allows me to. Take care.
So this recording is from a Facebook Live video I recorded on my Facebook page, Rosina Akinola, on May 15th, 2021. The word has not changed. We must understand that God does not make us sick. Sickness of any kind is from our adversary. Majority of us have the same enemy, and the only way to fight and win the spiritual battle is through praying the word of God and fasting. We must pray the word of God in order for our prayers to be answered. Many of your prayers haven't been answered because they do not line up with the word of God. You have prayed selfish prayers and the Lord resists the proud in spirit. I hope this podcast episode helps at least one person seek the help that he or she truly needs. Because it is all about the one. You are stronger than you think, and and admitting that you need help with the problem is proof of your strength. A weak person denies having a problem and never gets help. Show yourself how strong you are and stop worrying about what non-factors and others think of you in your situation. Stay encouraged.